Hello, this is Steve Ashley with edition 295 of Hot Pipes. Today's show is a grab bag of tracks, some of them languishing in leftover playlists from old shows and others that just grabbed my attention. My opener could well have made the cut for my last podcast if I had but found it on a library search. Here's David Ashby and the 565 Wurlitzer in the company's headquarters in DeKalb, Illinois, recorded in 1980. Wonderful day like today from the 1964 show The Roar of the Grease Paint, The Smell of the Crowd by Anthony Newley and Leslie Brickus. David Ashby was from Indianapolis and was a Wurlitzer sales trainer and concert artist who was jointly responsible for installing that Wurlitzer, which combined pipework from three venues. He died in his home in Tampa, Florida in 1982 at the age of just 39. Those who are regular listeners to Hot Pipes will know about my love of Latin American music, and when that coincides with theatre pipes, it's Nirvana indeed. Bill Thompson taped an LP in 1970, The Roaring Twenties Goes Latin, featuring the 330 Wurlitzer owned by Ron Walls. As Bill so rightly stated on the notes, Manja de Carnaval by Louis Bumfer is uniquely Brazilian and one of the most sensuous compositions in Bill's repertoire. Thank you. 
I recently received some material from Matthias Bombal in San Francisco. He's digitising a number of tapes of Jim Riggs recorded through the years, along with some other very interesting material. One of the tapes was made in the Tucson branch of Organstop Pizza, a restaurant that only operated from 1980 to 82, where Jim was resident at the time. The tape appears to have been recorded with an unknown noise reduction system, which, when played back without the same system, produced this. After restoration efforts on my part, then their eyes sounds like this. The 424 Wurlitzer in Organstock Pizza, Tucson, originally from the Riviera Theatre, Omaha, became the basis for the San Filippo organ. And those tracks by Jim are, by the way, the only ones I have on that installation. Moving across the pond, here's Dudley Savage and selections from Gilbert and Sullivan's Ialanthi from a BBC broadcast in November 1974, featuring the 3-8 Compton and Melatone in the Royal Cinema, Plymouth in Devon.
Robinson Cleaver with the Nuns Chorus by Johann Strauss II. That was recorded on the 38 Christie in the Astro Theatre Glendudno, Wales, for an LP released in 1977. Now, that almost 1,100-seat Art Deco Theatre opened in 1935 as the Winter Gardens, with Harold Ramsey presiding on the Christie and closed in 1986. The organ was removed into storage in 1988, where it was sadly destroyed. The theatre was replaced by a housing block. Over to Australia now for a track from Chris McPhee on the 317 Wurlitzer in the Orion Centre Canterbury, a suburb of Sydney. From his 1995 CD, Concert Hits, this is by Mir Bistuschern, which was adapted from the original Yiddish and which charted for Benny Goodman, Guy Lombardo and, of course, the Andrews Sisters. something perhaps just a little more new, certainly within the last year or two anyway. It's probably one of the more popular of the organ tunes that have come out. When I say organ tunes, it's one of those tunes that just seems to be able to be adaptable well onto the instrument. And so I hope you like it. And it's called I Write the Songs.
The late Ray Thornley, in concert in the Marrickville Town Hall, Sydney, playing the 211 Wurlitzer from the Prince Edward Theatre in November 1977. Back to the Orion Centre, and a track from Robert Wolfe taped during a visit in the early 1990s. On the Quarterdeck was written in 1917 by one of Britain's great March composers, Kenneth Alford, who was a bandmaster in the British Army and director of music for the Royal Marines. His best-known march is, of course... Colonel Bogey. Just recently, a most generous couple contacted me to donate a large record collection to the Hot Pipes Library, and the first batch arrived with my assistant Jack in Florida this past week. There is, of course, some duplication of albums that have already been processed, but sometimes they are in better condition. One such LP was the Best of American Theatre, with the Loudoun Theatre Orchestra and guest organist George Montalba, an alias of Bob Hunter of Los Angeles.
From the pen are Sigmund Romberg, one alone from the stage musical The Desert Song. The organ was the 314 Wurlitzer in the Plaza Studio in Radio City, New York. The third movement from Eric Coates' Summer Day Suite is better known as At the Dance, and it was one of Richard Hill's concert pieces some 20 years ago. He also recorded it for CD on the 422 Compton in the home of David Shepherd in Holbeach, Lincolnshire. Later this year, I'm going to produce a show of rare tracks from San Francisco organs, most of them long gone. 
as to exactly when depends on some requests I have for some concert and privately recorded material. But, as a taster, this is the late Dave Quinlan, with Rose of Washington Square, taped in concert on the 2-6 Wurlitzer in Rudy's Supper Club, Vallejo, California, in June of 1972. With thanks to Tim Kirkpatrick for sending me that track and many others that he had amassed through the years. While I'm metaphorically in Northern California, here's a lesser-known song, It Only Takes a Moment, from Jerry Herman's 1964 show MAME, featuring the 421 Kilgan Hybrid in Grant Union High School, Sacramento. The artist is Ray Frazier, who was assigned to the US Navy Symphony and Concert Band during World War II, also serving as assistant organist in Lowe's Capitol Theatre. After the war, he was engaged as staff organist for CBS in San Francisco.
Even after the restrictions on public concerts were lifted, there are still a number of events posted in full on YouTube. London Calling is a selection from Ian McGlinch's concert in October 2021, playing the 321 Wurritzer in the Town Hall of Pollockshaws, Glasgow. Ian was one of the featured artists in the just past Cinemorg Society Northern Convention, which was recorded, so hopefully there'll be some approved tracks to play before long. Talking of concerts, until his retirement, Bob Ralston was very protective of any recordings made during his performances. I spoke recently by phone with him, and he gladly gave me permission to use anything that I see fit. So, from his 2000 concert on the 319 Wurlitzer in Keystone Oaks High School, Dormont, Pennsylvania, here's the ballad Blue Velvet, from the pens of Bernie Wayne and Lee Morris in 1951. Thank you. 
I'm aware that the fairer sex isn't well represented in hot pipes, and that's possibly because there are fewer lady performers, so this next selection from Candy Carly, recorded in 1978, on the 215 set in the Great American Wind Machine in Reseda, Los Angeles, aims to redress that just a little. From the 1975 film Funny Lady, this is How Lucky Can You Get? Wind Machine, Wurlitzer, originally from the Beverly Hills Theatre, was removed in 1983, transplanted into the 850-seat Peary's Egyptian Theatre, Ogden, Utah, and apparently increased to 43 ranks in 2014. A theatre's Egyptian star decor, brutalised in 1961, has been restored to its former glory. To close today's Hot Pipes, I have a George Wright concert track that's not been released by Banda. From his 1972 performance in the Auditorium Theatre, Rochester, New York, Flying Fingers by jazz pianist Lenny Hayton is another finger buster along the lines of Dizzy Fingers, but one that I've never heard another artist play. It was also a featured track on George's Live at the Rialto CD.
that's all for today's show of Random Picks from my library. I'll be back in two weeks with more great music played on Theatre Pipes. Until then, this is goodbye from me, Steve Ashley. Steve Ashley.